Hello folks and welcome to podcast today for May 11, 2016. My name's Garrett Kidney. You've stumbled across podcast today or you're a loyal listener to podcast today. The daily podcast series where I talk about a different thing every single day. This is episode 24 and today I am going to review the PlayStation 4 game Ratchet and Clank. Not the original or the original series or not the film which was just released as well. Rather the game. I'm interested in the film though. I'm interested to see how they differentiated it from the game because both are to a degree kind of origin stories of Ratchet and Clank. For example this is a remake of the original Ratchet and Clank, the original 2002 video game or a reimagining of that original game and Ratchet and Clank the film is also an origin story. So I'm interested to see what they do with that and how they actually differentiate it. Less about that, more about Ratchet and Clank the game. I'm not a big Ratchet and Clank guy. In fact I have played a sum total of zero past Ratchet and Clank games. Actually, I was reading the different titles <laughs> earlier. I don't recognize any of them. For example, Ratchet and Clank. I've heard of Ratchet and Clank, so at least I, I do have that one. They also have Going Commando, Up Your Arsenal, Ratchet Deadlocked, Size Matters, Future Tools of Destruction, Secret Agent Clank, Future Quest for Booty, Future A Crack in Time, All for One, A Collection, Full Frontal Assault, and Into the Nexus. I haven't heard of any of them, like literally any of them aside from obviously the original. They come from like the era of PS2 platformers when you had, and PS1 before them, when you had like Ratchet and Clank, Jack and Daxter, Gex, who remembers Gex, Crash Bandicoot, Spyro, Ty the Tasmanian Tiger, which is a platformer, but Australian, where you kind of knew what you're going to get. They, they were kind of standard, they were kind of standard platformers where you kind of just smash your way through everything. Usually collectible, collect, collectibles to unlock new things and keep on going. It was never particularly complicated. They're the kind of games I miss being made. I'm kind of, I get a little fed up of open world games where it's these large gigantic worlds and like you admire how big they are, but it's like you need 40 hours or more to, to take this game down. And while that is value for money, you could that make that argument. I, I'd rather play like four really good games in that time rather than one really long game because I don't have the even the emotional investment to commit that long to a world. I'm about I'm a fan of JRPGs, so I, I should be used to that. I've poured hundreds of, or like dozens and dozens of hours into RPGs, but yeah, and especially open world games, they can feel kind of aimless. While I I, I do appreciate the freedom that they give you, there is such thing as too much freedom. Whereas uh, Ratchet and Clank games, it's like here's a series of levels. There's I want to say like there's around twelve or thirteen levels in the game. Here's levels. Go beat them. Beat them, you beat the game. That's how our game works. So yeah, this is the 2016 remake. It was released, give or take, a month ago. And I finished it not too long ago, so... Ratchet is a, a Lombax, which I'm pretty sure isn't a real animal. 70% certain about that. And he discovers his little defect robot pal, Clank, and then they go on a space adventure to take down the evil empire. That kind of stuff. It's standard spacey tropes. It's nothing like reinvent the wheel. The plot's not particularly interesting. There's like twists and turns and that kind of stuff and betrayals and all that good stuff. But eh, at the end of the day, it's it's not why I play the game. I was disappointed. I didn't think, or well, I expected more out of like the writing. I expected, and it was occasionally there where it was more in the background where they'd be like going over weird background things or like that it was told in the kind of the, the framing of the game as a, it's being told as a flashback from the present from a different perspective. And like the, the narrator, Captain Quark, who was narrating the game, but it was humorous in his, his remembering of things. And like you had the voiceover just kind of pointing out obvious things or just making goofy gags. And I would have wanted more of that, 
especially from the leads, especially from Ratchet and Clank, they were kind of empty, I want to say. There wasn't much to them as characters. But the, the game kind of hinges on cool weapons. That's their kind of selling point, as opposed to Crash Bandicoot or Jack and Daxter. It's like, yeah, we do kind of the same thing. But we add kind of nifty weapons and, and weird ways of killing people. For example, there is the Groovatron. It is a weapon where if you throw it down in front of enemies, they will become distracted and start dancing. It's like a disco ball. And that kind of stuff is fun. Pixelizer was, was one of my go-to guns. It turns the characters into pixelated versions of themselves. Sheepinator, or which eventually becomes the Goatinator, turns people into sheep. Does what it says in the tin. And there's the kind of usual rocket launchers and flamethrowers and guns and grenades. But it's the goofy stuff that's fun, particularly turning people into sheep. Turning people into sheep is quite satisfying. <laughs> and they're exploding. They're not just sheep. They're exploding sheep. So the, the weapons, the weapons are good fun. And the problem is the enemies never really feel like they're any kind of threat or challenge and they all kind of feel the same it's just like shoot them twice or three times and they're dead i would like more of that from the game more enemy kind of variation more different ways of needing to take people down kind of incentivize you to use your different weapons because there was only a handful of like segments where you become overwhelmed or boss battles actually there were two boss battles in the game that kind of required you to dig a little deeper into your arsenal of weapons whereas for a large portion of the game you could literally just coast on through just using whatever is your most powerful like the pixelizer i think because it has a decent spread and it shoots a lot of people and it's relatively powerful that was my go-to weapon and i basically just slaughtered everything in the game so i would like more enemy variety enemy variety where the game kind of does succeed quite quite wonderfully is during those sequences where you're like under heavy fire and you're dodging and you're weaving and there's lots of things shooting at you and you have to kind of vary up your, your weapons and your offense to take them down also the game is beautiful as like a PS4 game, you'd expect it to look pretty good, but it's it's nice that because it's way too many games go for like the super photorealistic approach, which seems to bleed all the color out, and all you get is browns and grays and empty nothings. Whereas this game has plenty of color, it it looks gorgeous. Though I will say environments could be kind of bland. Like Pokotaru was a good example of a really kind of it was kind of a tropical area. There's lots of water. It looked lovely. Anything anytime there was color, the game looked great. Though, any, and even then, even in the, the areas that weren't aesthetically pleasing from like an art style standpoint, they still looked good. But too often you'd be running around nondescript corridors and spaceships and those, those kind of things. Just basically running down a corridor that's not really different from any other corridor you run down. But there's a handful of planets that changed up the... And they, tried, they do occasionally try to change up the, the gameplay a little they try to add some variety like there's some spaceship segments including a do a barrel roll reference which i appreciated <laughs> and there's uh rilgar actually has a particularly fun water a sequence where the water is rising and you're trying to outrun the water or else you drown to death there's also some racing segments that kind of stuff just to change the game up but there was also clank had his own little puzzle segments which i didn't think were particularly interesting the puzzles were usually pretty bland pick this thing up and put it here and then pick another thing up and put it there because he only had three different options he could have bridges kind of electricity things and trampoline kind of things and you use them to solve a variety of puzzles which were never particularly complicated or even particularly well designed it's usually just to use these things to plug a gap and get across i appreciate they were trying to add variety and change the pace of the game but it didn't do much for me on the whole though it's a good game it's a really good game actually it's it's just it's harkens back to a day when you just have 
a fun little time with mascot platformers and just shooting things with wacky weapons. That's what the core of the game is. That's what the, the kind of selling point of this game is. And it works. On the whole, it works. And it looks really good, especially when you're going to get out into the open planets and you see color and fun stuff like that. There's actually some visual variety as opposed to generic corridor one and generic corridor three when there's kind of visual variety and you see that color it's a it's a good game to look at and i appreciate that so that's ratchet and clank buy it or don't buy it it's up to you actually another thing before i go it only costs 40 euro which is is nice and that was at launch which is nice to see a game not launch at 60 or if your gamestop 75 if anyone ever pays 75 for a game in gamestop they're loons 75 euro that's an obscene amount of money to play for pay for a video game but yeah, it launched at 40 which i think is a nice reasonable little price for, for the game that it was and it's nice to see games actually going in at that price point as opposed to just saying it's 60 like every other game so it has that going for it it's a good game that's podcast today for may 11th thanks for listening bye bye